patiently waiting down the line this afternoon is sports journalist for Code Sport, Lachlan McCurdy. Lachlan, welcome back to the program. Good afternoon. Good to be here. Glad to have you here with us. Now, we're only uh, moments away, really, from the start of the 50-over World Cup. The Aussies have finalised their squad. What did you make of it? Yeah, it, it felt like the, the decisions they had to make in the end, really, that Marnus kind of banging the door down a little bit. Travis Head's form's been really good in the white ball game, so you've got to give him every option. And unfortunately, Ashton Agar's been the one to kind of miss out yet again. And they, they've kind of said, George Bailey this afternoon, that the door's never been closed for Ashton, that he, he could come into contention again. But yeah, it's just... It's a frustrating one for him. It's just bad timing again, which has been a bit of a hallmark of his career, unfortunately. With Labashame's form, it was hard to deny him, wasn't it? Absolutely. I mean, he took that opportunity in South Africa with both hands to kind of go, look, you overlooked me for this squad. You should pick me this time. And here's the the runs to, to try and force my way into the side. So it's good to see that he was able to make the most of that opportunity. And, I think he provides balance to that team. Obviously, Smith wasn't there in South Africa, so having both of them in the team, that it is a bit of a risk because they both play in a very similar style. And I think we're going to see a World Cup where there might be a few high scores if the, the early ODIs in India anything to go by. But I think when you've got someone in his sort of form, you just have to get him in the squad. Were you surprised they didn't go with the second spinner? I was a little bit, but I think what we're seeing, obviously, Glenn Maxwell took some really good important wickets in that final ODI against India that his bowling is developing and he can go and really play an important role as that sort of sixth bowler if needed. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see whether it costs them, but I think they just don't quite have that faith in Tanvi Sanger to be a genuine international wicket taker, whereas in a couple of years' time, when he gets a few more opportunities, I think he'd definitely be in that squad. How big of a role will Maxwell play in this World Cup? It feels like a massive one for him, but these are the conditions that you go a spinning all-rounder who can powerfully bat down the order. This is primed for Glenn Maxwell. So you, we really need him firing with both bat and ball if we're going to go deep in this tournament, I think. The other one, you mentioned it, they're carrying Travis Head. So they obviously think that he can get better at some point and get healthy and, and into this side. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's come back to Australia. He's been doing rehab on it, and from all reports, it's, it's progressing well. But it is a risk when it's a, a tournament like this. Things can change so quickly that if he comes back to the side, there's every chance Australia could be out of contention already. So it's the risk you, you, you take with a decision like that. But you just you look at what Travis Head has kind of built on over his portfolio of the last 12 to 24 months, and you go, that's a guy who plays aggressive cricket, who is in form, and if we get him for even the back half of the tournament, you're a better team because of it. So I think most people would understand why they've taken the risk there. What do you think they're going to do with the top of the order? Oh, it's a tough one. I like Mitch Marsh being up there with David Warner, if that's the way they get played. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. And it's worked well for the most part. I mean, David Warner looks to be in some really good form at the moment. Mitch Marsh narrowly missed out on that 100 the other day. So if they can get some really aggressive starts to the top of the innings, it's going to be very Warner and Finchesque that Marsh, Marsh plays in that similar way. So I think it's a, an exciting option if that's the way they lean. How do you think our WA boys are going to go? I know you're uh, you're not a West Australian, but uh, how do you think the WA boys will go? Well, it'll be interesting to see what role Cameron Green plays 
throughout this tournament because it's almost him probably versus Marcus Stoinis for a bit of a spot, but Stoinis hasn't been in the best nick, especially with the bat for, for quite some time now. So you probably lean towards green and you can interchange either of them. So I think that's probably going to be a hard call to make, but with green and his potential, they might go his way. And then obviously Marsh, I, I feel like he's in for a massive tournament that he's in... Uh, you could argue career best form at the moment, especially with the bats. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. And then obviously you've got Josh Inglis there as a capable replacement. If um, something goes awry with Alex Carey, or they need another batter in there. Yeah. Do you expect to see much of, of Josh Inglis and, and Sean Abbott? It, it's interesting. If Labuschagne was in, wasn't in the squad, you'd probably say Inglis is then the next batter and he gets more of a role throughout this tournament, depending on the pitches and, and what it looks like. But, with Labuschagne coming in, it feels like it's going to be harder for Josh Inglis to get a game unless there are injuries and stuff. And Sean Abbott, you're right, is another interesting one that there's a few guys there where maybe they're carrying injuries, the likes of Cummins and Stark and that sort of thing. But I think it's very clear he's sort of the next man up, that if one of them falls down, he'll be going in. So I think he knows that's his place, but he's in good form at the moment. So if he's needed, I think he'll do a good job. All right, so when you look at this World Cup, Outside of the Aussies, who are the big threats to, to take it out? I think you, you just have to look at this most recent series that the Aussies have played in and go that India at home are going to be a completely different challenge. I mean, at first, probably a month ago or so, I was thinking, OK, England are probably going to be the ones to beat again. But I think India have just... They, they feel like they're peaking at the right time, that you've got some really promising batting props, prospects hitting form at the right time. You'd like to see Kumayada, who's just come through and, and taken white ball cricket by storm. But then you had Jasper Boomer bowling some of the, uh, one of the best spells we've seen the, just the other day in an ODI. So if he can hit form and the guys around them that we know uh, are going to produce in this level, like obviously Ravishan and Ashwin's just coming to the squad as a replacement uh, for Axa Patel. You've got the King, Virat Kohli. We know what he can do. So it's a pretty exciting Indian lineup, and they're the ones for me who I think it's got to be theirs to lose. And just quickly before I do let you go, Lachlan, a couple of other bits and pieces to chat about. Uh, we'll start with the domestic season. We've got uh, the Marsh One Day Cup currently being played and uh, Victoria look as though they'll uh, be beating New South Wales very, very shortly. Yeah, it's an interesting one that New South Wales, obviously, this is their second game. They beat Tasmania a bit early in the week, but probably they started pretty strongly, but just had a bit of a collapse in the middle there that Dan Hughes and Curtis Patterson couldn't quite get going there and uh, so Victoria get off to a good start at home, but I think there's been a fair bit to like about this New South Wales side as well because they obviously struggled immensely last year for a whole heap of change in their coaching staff and, and backroom staff and things like that. So we're seeing the emergence of guys like uh, Jack Edwards and Ollie Day hopefully really cement their place in that, that New South Wales side going forward. And what about the West Aussies? They had a good win uh, most recently against the Redbacks. I mean, it looks like an Australia A squad at that strong. <laughs> the West Australian squad at the moment. So, yeah, they're going to be tough to beat again, I think. I think so, too. Uh, and your tip for the AFL Grand Final coming up tomorrow? Well, it's hard because it's one I've gone head and heart. But I think with my head, I'm going Collingwood by 10. All right. Collingwood by 10. I, I like it. I, I'm leaning... Very, very similar to you. I'm, uh, I'm actually mm. leaning 11 points, Collingwood. That's, uh, that's going to be yeah, my okay. bet for tomorrow. So great game to look forward to. Plenty of cricket to look forward to as well. The 50-over World Cup, not too far away. Lachlan, a pleasure. As always, thank you very much for your time. Anytime. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. There he goes. Lachlan McCurdy from Code Sport here on Sports Drive this afternoon. A big thanks to Lachlan for stopping by.
to chat the latest.